Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. We are back and we are continuing our conversation in the studio here with Rick Johnson with BetterDads.net. And uh, Rick has a wonderful ministry of uh, writing uh, 10 books right now. Is that right, Rick? We got 10 uh, books out there? I think 11 now. 11, okay. Twelve's coming out in September, I think. Okay. You're just an uh, ongoing supply of wisdom and uh, encouragement for parents. He does uh, things on parenting and uh, family life and travels across the country, does speaking engagements and conferences and different kinds of things. And we're just really delighted to have Rick in the studio with us. We are today talking about this subject. The title is Change of Plans, the Unexpected Role of Grandparents These Days. If you haven't heard part one, you got to go back there and listen to that. It really provides the foundation and the context for what we're talking about um, with uh, here in, in uh, part two. So I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. We're going to get right back into it with uh, Rick Johnson on Change of Plans, the Unexpected Role of Parents. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me start that over. Change of plans, the unexpected role of grandparents these days. When we talk about grandparents, I used to think about my grandparents, you know, but now when we talk about grandparents, see, these are my friends. These are my peers. <laughs> these are people in my generation, right? Even though I'm not actually a grandparent yet, I'm certainly old enough. In fact, um, I was a school teacher back in the day, and my little fifth and sixth graders back then are old enough to be grandparents now, and some of them are. See how uh, time gets away from us? It sure does. My, my, my. So we are with Rick Johnson. He has a situation that is um, that tunes right into this topic, and that uh, is now uh, being the parents for a three-year-old granddaughter at home, mm-hmm. and all that transition and all that uh, that the newness of that. We talked about death of a dream, and uh, we talked about um, the surprise of the emotions of uh, feeling sort of resentment or even anger, those kinds of things. And so I just want for people that are listening to us to think about either yourself or someone that you know that is in this situation, that is uh, being leaned upon more um, as grandparents than what you had thought was going to be the case. And so these are some uh, very good insights. We're going to get into a couple of chapters of uh, the book that uh, Rick is working on. Uh, And let's talk about the challenges of Reparenting is that a, a term that you have devised, or did you get that from somewhere else? The term reparenting. Yeah, I don't know if I, I, that's just what I've called it. I don't know that the, okay. I made it up, but I haven't ever seen it anywhere yeah. else. But okay, you know, it's actually it's an actually it, it is a neat little twist on a term that you will hear in psych 
psychotherapy circles, and that is sometimes when people have grown up under difficult circumstances, the notion of reparenting yourself, it's kind of the idea mm-hmm. of, all right, if I were going to parent myself on this regard, what would I teach myself to do here? Yeah. And so it's really a twist, a, a, a twist on that, but much more the reality no you really really are reparenting (laughs) you are parenting for real do over all over again (laughs) exactly right yeah Yeah. and i don't want to jump ahead too much but when you talk about rick uh, the uh, the advantages i'm thinking i would be a much wiser (laughs) more patient parent now than i was back then because uh, i know a whole lot more Mm -hmm. and have more uh, more compassionate. I just have different insights than I did back when sure. I was in my twenties mm-hmm. and thirties. Uh, but we'll get to the advantages. Let's let's first let's open up a little bit this subject of the challenges. Tell help us understand what is being experienced by people who are reparenting, who have a greater involvement, either full time or more than they had intended, with their own grandchildren. Well, I, I you know there's a there's a number of them that we've experienced. I think the one that probably caught us off guard more than we expected was the physical aspects mm. of raising a toddler. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how do you mean? Energy or Well, yeah, you know, there's stamina? a reason that God made it so that 20-somethings yeah. have children and not 50-somethings have right. children. Mm. Um, right. You know, by 8 o'clock, we're... <laughs> we're my Everyone's done. going <laughs> to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're, yeah. You know, we can't wait for the for the baby to go to bed so that we can, yeah. we mm. can crash out. And, and right. it's just... Um, well, it's interesting because I, I go to the gym a couple of times a week and I do a boot camp class. And it's real, it's very difficult, but mm-hmm. it's basically what a toddler does, crawling on stuff, climbing on stuff, jumping. But I was watching her. She does that all day long. Yeah. I do it for an hour and I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. And she does that continuously oh, all day man. long. It's just and like, you're mm-hmm. having to chase after her exactly. or somebody making sure they're not getting and into this cupboard and that cupboard. Well, you know, the things that you forget, too, mm-hmm. about yeah. when you were a parent, the things like how relentless mm-hmm. toddlers are. Yeah. It's just like they're constantly, yeah. constantly needing your attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, just all the different things that, that you... I, maybe it's like when women have babies, they forget about <laughs> how hard it was. Yeah. God created them so they forget about that, so yeah. they'll have more. And it's kind of that way you forget after you've parented. Again, coming back, and there's, it, it is much harder, much more difficult than we, I think, we had anticipated yeah. it was going to be. So I think you alluded to this is the attentiveness and the attention, um, being around. Uh, I remember as a as a dad being around bodies of water, a pool, mm. oh a lake, gosh. or something. Wow. I would not let any <sighs> of my kids out of my sight right. for an instant. Right. But it's such a high level of alert, mm-hmm. and you, you you can't read a magazine, right. you can't wander, you can't take a nap. I mean, it's right. constant, exactly. and uh, is much different now because I don't have that. But now you're back into it, right? Well, and, and having yeah. our, our brief period of being empty nesters, yeah. I, frankly, I had gotten a little bit selfish in my mm. wants and yeah. needs and desires, yeah. and mm. being able to read a magazine when I wanted or whatever. Right, mm-hmm. and now our entire schedule again now revolves around this little human being who yeah. can move earth, wind and fire at will. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. Boy, you know, and I'm thinking, uh, um, other family situations where, um, that might be going on. And then, and then that 
son or daughter or daughter-in-law or whoever it was that created the circumstances, I think I might be struggling with some resentment. I might mm. be angry at them. That yeah. adds a whole nother level of difficulty then because look at, you're exhausted. Mm -hmm. Don't you be telling me that you did anything fun at all. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> You don't have a right to a normal life because look what you've done to me or to us. <laughs> well, and, and yeah. even to add on to that, I think most grandparents in this situation are there because the state was involved in mm -hmm. some capacity. Okay. And so right. that's a whole another intrusion into your life that's very yeah, stressful. Right. And, and in fairness to the states, treated us very well and very respectfully. But yet the system that's in place is designed to be intrusive. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to go through the system mm -hmm. in order to yeah. get the adoption done and things mm -hmm. like that. And it is, that is very right. stressful. And They're going to be looking and, and asking the same questions of you that they're, that they'd ask a stranger. You know, what have you mm. got going on? What's your house look like? What's your schedule look like? Wait a second. I'm the grandparent here. This is my grandchild, but I but what but what you're saying is uh-uh. They're going to be very scrutinizing. They're in your house all going, the time. You yeah. have to go to meetings all the time. You have wow. to go to court appearances right. all the time. Right. It's like it seems like every week there's you know, and your house has to be clean in case mm. there's a surprise visit. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like, exactly. hey, you're trying to keep your house clean with a toddler. I kind of forgot how hard that is. Yeah. Pretty tough. I've, Pretty tough. I've learned uh, all over about stepping on sharp objects <gasps> in the middle of the floor, in the uh, middle of the night with bare feet. So oh, no. like, uh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, well, that's a good, in, that's a good insight because it's not just mm. the child or the grandkids or the grandchild that's there. It is the state. It's the other... Mm institutions and organizations that are there for the sole purpose of caring for the safety and well-being of the child. And uh, can you tell us some more about that, who all is involved and what all has to happen or what the requirements are? Well, again, we've been frustrated about how long it takes to, mm -hmm. to finalize an adoption. Um, mm -hmm. It looks like it's going to end up taking us over three years in order to to get that done seriously um, for a lot of different reasons but um but yeah i you know i i think i was lamenting to you before we went on air about how everybody has an attorney assigned to them and paid for except yeah. for us we yeah. had to pay for our so there's financial yeah. costs involved that right. you don't think right. about or you don't anticipate right. besides just again raising a child of what got two hundred fifty thousand dollars over the lifetime of raising yeah. a child whatever yeah. that absurd number and you're just getting started mm -hmm. if she's three well here's this frightening part for me and I, I think about this all the time when she graduates from college i'll be 80 mm. oh my so i'm not going to retire i mean literally yeah when am i going to retire yeah wow. well i could imagine for you or for others that are listening to us um not only thinking about having some more time freedom but maybe kind of winding down the work and the career and having a little nest egg set aside for going on a cruise or for doing some things that you wanted to do. And now those very same funds are going to re be required just for living and for taking care of this uh, child or several children. Beautiful yeah. children. Yeah. So it's, you know, I mean, it's not like we're complaining a lot. I'm complaining right. a lot. But 
again, the, the other side to that is here's this, this beautiful little human being yeah. and, and what's more important, my inconvenience yeah. or, or the life of this little child. Mm-hmm. And certainly there's no comparison in my... Well, you know, uh, and I think it really does bring us back a bit to our word of trust, that, yeah. that, that trust in something bigger than ourselves. Because if, if, you, if you don't have something like that to hold on to, uh, boy, the chaos, what about all those plans? What about all those dreams? Mm-hmm. But if you understand that in, the, in, in reality, they weren't ours in the first place, that's kind of, it's a hard reality. I think it's part of that grief that we go through when, yeah. it, when something catastrophic happens. But if we remember that we can trust in a sovereign God who had plans and saw things way in advance, that's kind of what it, where yeah. it has to bring us back to. Yeah, and I want to insert uh, a little bit of a faith element here, and that is, and I love the word trust, trust is not a, a feeling. It is an affirmation of the faithfulness of God, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. And so also that the Holy Spirit promises to nurture and strengthen that faith, that trust, Mm -hmm. through the power of his word. You know, it's not just good feelings. It's not uh, just, you know, trying to be, you know, have a positive attitude. It is, I need to find my face in Scripture in God's Word, and my favorite place is the Psalms, as we've talked about, Denise, in so many other cases. And there I need to hear the promises of God, because by doing that, by taking that into my being, God will strengthen my faith. And Mm -hmm. I may not, uh, the feelings and the thoughts and everything else uh, Mm -hmm. may be way behind in terms of arriving, uh, but I I have to know that that's where my where my strength is. It's like if you are dealing with an ailment and you have to have treatment or take medicine or whatever, don't miss the dosage and don't miss the therapy or the, uh, or the treatment. Mm-hmm. You have to get there because that's the very thing that's going to provide you the strength that you need. It's such a good analogy, and I really appreciate you unpacking trust a little bit. And if we borrow the, 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 the treatment analogy, we don't really know. We don't we don't really have faith in this chemical that's being put into us. We don't really know if if it's going to turn out. But the trust is the fact that we're getting into the car. Mm -hmm. We're walking out the front door, getting into the car, and driving and taking the actions that we need to take. And so it's just like, like love, like you're saying, love isn't just this warm, nice feeling either. It is a decision to to love somebody is exactly. to take an action for their benefit, yeah. and and love enters into it. I'm looking over at Rick again and thinking about the love that must be required to be, you know, faithful in that situation. A, a very dear pastor friend of mine would always say that the definition of the working definition of love is that I uh, will make choices for the benefit of the other person, regardless of the cost or how mm-hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because if I, you know, we tend to be kind of conditional with the way we Mm -hmm. treat our circumstances and our relationships. And, uh, but it, love doesn't have anything to do with the cost of it or, or how I feel about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you must have been at that crossroads and, and find that challenge in your situation. Well, as you know, as you said that, the, the thought that hit me that, that really surprised me, um, is how, 
how God put within us that the moment you see your grandchild, you instantly have this huge love. That mm. you, yeah. And I don't remember that even with my kids. I mean, I remember being awed by the whole thing, mm-hmm. but I don't remember that mm. burst of love that you get mm. when you first see your grandchild. Yeah. Yeah. That connection. Yeah. Oh, I've got a picture of that that burns, that's burned in my mind exactly mm. that. The mm. picture of my father in law holding his first grandchild. You can, from f- 10 feet away, you can see. The expression on his face and He's the glowing. glistening Grandpa's in glowing, his eyes. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is it is a sight to behold, well, right? You wow. see these tough, gruff men that Absolutely. have been hard yeah. men their whole yeah. lives, and mm-hmm. they're like Jello when they yeah, exactly. hold their grandchild. grandchild. Right. right. So let me ask this, Rick. Um, as you uh, as you look at that little granddaughter of yours, who, if the state and everything else works out, she will be your daughter, your adopted mm-hmm. daughter. What do you dream for her? What do you want um, the the end to be? You know, when she's fifteen and eighteen and twenty, what what are what are you aspiring to? What are you committed to creating uh, as the possibilities of her life? Well, I certainly hope I'm a better father <laughs> to her than I was to my own kids, and mm-hmm. you know, coming from the background that I came from, uh, you know, there were some challenges, especially when I wasn't a, a believer. Um, so hopefully that experience, that patience, that compassion that you talked about will, will allow me to be a better parent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I hope and dream that, that, you know, she'll grow up and, and be happy and, and not have psychological issues that she has to deal with and, and, and lives a, a, a wonderful life. And no matter how long I'm a part of that, that, um, she will recognize that as a good situation mm. and not not feel bad about it for any reason. And you can have those those dreams for her because that's the investment you're making, right? It's not just the cost. You're not just spending your time and your money and your effort and your love. You are investing right. in her life. I, I don't want to put words in your no, mouth, absolutely. but it, I would think that that would you'd have to get to that place. Right, because that goes beyond the resentment and beyond the surprise and everything else, and say, okay, I'm invested in this child or in these children's lives and their future. I want them to have the very best uh, opportunity at life that they yeah, can I, have. I think the love definitely offsets yeah. the the resentment and yeah. and things like that. So and I'm thinking about Paul's uh, definition of love. Love is patient and kind. <laughs> love is not jealous or conceited mm-hmm. or proud. We look back at 1 Corinthians 13 and we say, hmm, how am I doing there? Mm-hmm. How am I doing there? Right. So those are some of the challenges of reparenting. We want to hear also from Rick Johnson about the advantages. Yeah, there are some good things that can come of this. And we'll do that right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. 
Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step -step through the process. And of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, 780-3030. It's always great to hear from our sponsors, and we have a few more we certainly want to have you hear about today. Your Safe Money Solutions, Media Marketing with Randy Sanford, Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield. Eastside Printing, and the Warner Pacific College and Multnomah University, KKPZ, the Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. You can find all of our sponsors on our website, and if you know someone who might be interested in partnering with Second Half Now, our website contains a contact form, or simply have them give us a call. We would love to have them join our team. Isn't it interesting, Denise, that uh, we come here and do this show, and as far as uh, the listeners know, um, it's just you and me doing a radio show. But uh, unless we read these names and uh, refer to our partners and, uh, and talk about them, uh, they don't realize that it's, there's a lot involved here because we are in kind of mission and ministry together. Some That's wonderful right. things are happening as a result of us doing the show but all of these, I mean, we're talking about, you know, Warner Pacific and Multnomah and then the other ones that we mentioned uh, on part one, a uh, whole lot of good stuff going on. And they really are, they really are partners with us with what yeah. they're doing. They know about our guests. They know about the um, after the radio show connections that happen between our guests and some of our partners. It's really a lot of fun. And you're right, Dan, the folks out there really don't see the behind the scenes yeah and we welcome that we want uh, everybody to know that we do have these great partners and uh, we have in studio with us rick johnson we're getting back to our subject where the title of today's show is change of plans the unexpected role of grandparents these days so um, we've gone down the list of topics that we wanted to talk about and the one we ended with uh, right before the break was the challenges of reparenting 
And now we're going to uh, have Rick tell us some of the advantages, whether he is personally feeling all of those uh, at this moment or not. Uh, but, you know, we know people who are further along in the process. But so, Rick, uh, this is part of the book that you're proposing to your uh, uh, to your publisher. So tell us what are some of the advantages? What are some of the good things about being in this situation? Well, one of them is and this is and, and this actually has a, as a challenge and a, an advantage. But um the advantage of time. I think we tend to have a little bit more time as as we get older yeah. in, in our lives. We that, make different choices. We do. Yeah. And here's the opposite side to that, though, is that um, my wife and I don't have time together now. Mm. And, and we have, you know, a lot of people very, again, very um, nice of them to come up and offer to say, well, we'd be happy to watch her. The challenge in that is that it's generally on their schedule, not on ours. And so mm. when we really mm. need somebody... Yeah. It's, I don't know if you've seen babysitting costs now, but we're talking $10 an hour for babysitters. I mean, what? It's, it's crazy. Where do so, I sign up? Anyway, well, that's what I thought. I'm in the wrong income. business. But, <laughs> right. um, some of the other advantages, I think we have more finances and resources available mm. as we've gotten older. Certainly, I remember being pretty poor <laughs> as yeah, a young Yeah, broke parent, all the time, right? You yeah. Know? Um, patience, experience, compassion, all things that yeah. you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The challenge for me is that while I do have those, uh, I'm discovering uh, that I have a tendency sometimes, especially during times of stress, to fall back into my old parenting patterns from when I was a parent, uh, uh, when I parented the first time around, as you, opposed they're to... They're still there. Yeah, and you have uh. to be conscious about that, I think, and, and utilize that experience, that patience that you've, mm-hmm. you've gained. The other advantage, at least for my wife and I, is that um, we're a pretty, uh, physiologically, we're a pretty young grandparents. Um, and so from a health perspective and an, an age perspective, if you will, we're uniquely qualified, I think, to be able to, or better qualified, mm-hmm. maybe uh, capable of raising a, a, a child. Uh, hopefully that'll last, and maybe that's part of God's plan that he blessed us with with good health and youthfulness into, into sure. our older age because yeah. he knew this was going to be the situation yeah. and, and we needed to be able to be able to do it. So, Wow. I know there are some other things. Maybe uh, w- would you say that your experience in life and some of the um, resources and networks that you have uh, can be helpful now? Because when you're younger, you're kind of burrowed in on your job and your career and your parenting and mowing the lawn and taking care of things. And now you've, uh, for you, Rick, I mean, you travel the country and you have resources and friends and people and knowledge that you've gathered along the way. Does that uh, turn out being helpful and resourceful for uh, for when you get back home and you're back to the parenting again? You'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> no, I, it does. Um, yeah. Again, it's, you know, it's, um, I think the challenge is, is that you're under this constant stress and pressure as a parent of a young child and yeah. and young people are, seem to be better quali- capable of dealing with that mm-hmm. sometimes or at least young mothers appear to be um, than old fathers are. <laughs> yeah. So if you had a message for our audience because as we know as we talked about at the beginning of the show we know all kinds of folks who are in this kind of circumstance where they are now parenting their their grandchildren, 
what are some things that you might suggest to our audience to help folks who right. are in your situation? Because well, they're I, not thinking like no, you. No, I know. You have to take advantage of resources. And that means, for me, that means I, even when I don't want to, I have to go to church because I need to be part of a corporate body. We need to take advantage of friends who are willing to babysit. We need to... Um, you know, I'm very fortunate to have my ministry has a, a very large prayer group that prays for me mm-hmm. every day. I also have friends that come over once a week and pray with me. Th- those are important things in keeping us grounded and, and giving us the ability to be able to cope with some of these unexpected situations that we find ourselves in. So, so folks who um, know you could offer... To, could let you know that they are praying for you. Oh, absolutely. They could that's all, huge. That's they the could, biggest thing that you could do, I think. Mm-hmm. There you go. And and that's not going to be the thing that they think is going to be that costly. Really? Really? That's really what I can do to help? But listen to what you're saying. You're saying, yeah, absolutely. I, I need that. We need that. The other thing I'm thinking about is, you know, what if somebody were to, were to offer to bring you buy dinners that you could put in the freezer and not have to cook. I mean, oh, do those no things matter? How, how, you have no idea how good that would be. But Really? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, people offer to babysit, and that's nice. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like I said, it's usually on their schedule and not ours. Yeah. And yeah. It makes it more difficult to... What we're really talking about now is how some of our listeners might be able to provide help to someone they know exactly. right. who is in that situation. Offer to babysit. Right. <laughs> Offer to babysit. Well, I said, you know, yeah. the, the, the preschool that our granddaughter's in offers, I think it's once a month or once a week, the, the ev- Friday evening to... Oh, the parents' mm-hmm. night out? Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. You can't believe what a great... Wow. Mm-hmm. So I, they, they can help out with that. Loyalty. You bet. Yeah. You bet. Things, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Because I crave time with my wife alone. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really do at this mm-hmm. stage yeah. in life. I yeah. miss her a lot. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because her attention has to be constantly focused on this, right. on this toddler, you know. So mm-hmm. all those folks who are out there doing the vacation Bible schools and the Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, any any of those kids' events that allow grandparents to have a little bit of time with each other now that they are in this reparenting role, make sure that you are letting those folks know these things are going on. Well, and and I would say, instead of just saying, hey, anytime you need us to watch your children, let Mm -hmm. me know, to Mm -hmm. to call and say, hey, we're coming over, we're going somewhere, Can can we pick up can we pick up your grandchild and, and take, take her for her. the day or whatever yeah. for a couple hours or whatever? Yeah. Because that's Woo-hoo! really, that's really, it's hard for us to call yeah. people and say, right. exactly. can take, we impose would, upon right. you to watch our child again? Right. You know but what, I mean? what a gift. Somebody yeah. calling oh, you up yeah. and saying, hey, oh. we're just going to the beach for a day. Can she come? Oh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. It's, a, it, it's mm-hmm. about the initiative. Yeah. Is in all kinds of stressful situations, like in a death of a family member or something. Well, if you need anything, give me a call. Well, they're yeah, not going right. to give you a call. Right. Mm-hmm. So you call that person and you say, "How can I help? That's we right. we would like to provide babysitting on uh, you know some evening this week or next week. Which one mm-hmm. will it be? We're going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. So for the helper to provide the initiative, I think that you're right that that makes yeah. a big huge difference. So um, we're going to wind down here, but uh, Rick, if you could think about the people that are listening to us that are in the situation themselves, whatever you know configuration of that, you know whether they're babysitting a whole lot more than they intended or whether the grandchild or grandchildren are living with them, whatever it might be, 
we want we want the grandparents to thrive. And so what kinds of things could you say to the grandparents who are struggling with this situation? What are some things that uh, could just help them get a little closer to thriving? Well, I, you know, one of the things that my wife and I try to do is give each other breaks. Um, for instance, she goes to the gym Monday night. She goes to women's Bible study Wednesday night. She goes to another thing Saturday morning. I have things that I do where I'm where she watches. And so, you know, giving each other breaks, I think, is, is important. The other thing is getting finding time to be able to get away together, to have a date night yeah. once a week, once a month, whatever it is, um, just to keep that connection going because um boy otherwise you know you're you're separate there there's days sometimes where we don't hardly see each other yeah mm-hmm. or at least we're not communicating because somebody else is the focus of attention right? yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well it really is uh, walking a line isn't it is balancing uh all of those things at this uh, age and stage of life well and yeah. you know i tell young parents all the time your marriage is what's important you need to focus on your marriage yeah. now well, yeah. grandparents we got to do the same thing right. yeah, i got to live that same thing that i'm right. telling young couples because do, right? just like that three-year-old there is a force out there that's going to relentlessly hammer at it absolutely. and divide mm-hmm. you if it can yeah absolutely it's a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. It really is a spiritual Absolutely. warfare. There's no no Absolutely. question about that. And it's good to know that and to get your resources like you're talking mm-hmm. about prayer. Again, prayer um, coverage yeah, is exactly. really important. Great. So, folks, if you're listening today, um, well, I guess you must be listening because otherwise how could you be hearing us? I don't know. Why did I say that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as you're listening to Rick Johnson and uh, some of the Ideas and suggestions and the struggles in this uh, situation with the title Change of Plans, the Unexpected Role of Grandparents These Days. Think about somebody in your circle of family or friends that is experiencing this or some other uh, challenge. And you probably don't know what it's like behind those doors when um, uh, when they're alone and uh, see if you can reach out and help. So, Rick, I want to thank you for coming in today. Thank you for the wisdom that you've shared with us. Thanks, my pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Can you come back another time oh, and uh, no, talk about yeah, talk could, about a happier subject? Yeah, <laughs> right. Some of those yeah. father-daughter yeah. camps that oh, sounds yeah. fun. Well, and is your uh, event schedule on your website? So things that are coming up in our area. Uh, it the father-daughter conference is. Um, I need we we just launched a new website dedicated to the ministry, and um, I need to up my personal speaking okay. schedule but yeah that particular event is there to register okay. early bird special on the pricing so okay good and i want to point out that uh the same team that does our website secondhalfnow.com does betterdads.net right. kelly and ann burbank Did with northwest web creation company love right. them to pieces they do excellent work well folks that is our program for today we want to encourage you to tune in every monday when we are on the air 5.30 to 6 p.m., that's commute time, drive time. And then uh, you get part one there, and then, of course, you have to go to uh, the uh, to our website. Uh, part two is available around the clock and around the world, secondhalfnow.com. So if you'd like a CD of this show, call uh, KKPZ, the uh, office, and reach them at 503-242-1950. And uh, lots going on with us and with our ministry, so we wish you all the best. And that is it for today. I am your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, 
Dr. Denise Hogan. We are saying goodbye for now. And until next time, may God help you live a life that honors him and blesses others. So let's meet again. Podcast on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.